the SD Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. My name is Raven, professional wrestling superstar. Listen to Jay's Week in Wrestling Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to this edition of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. This is episode number 67, and we are here. And if you heard, the White Rabbit saga has finally been taken care of. We know who it is, and it is someone that everybody who, and I feel like I can speak for every wrestling fan when I say everybody has been waiting on the return of Bray Wyatt, and he finally showed up at a very, very good, in my opinion, Extreme Rules pay-per-view that just took place two days ago on Saturday. It is Monday evening. Raw is on the air in the background. I have it on in the background, but, you know, we could check it out as time as the time goes. Now, I have my very special co-host on here with me who, in, who I believe... Who I, enjoyed extreme rules probably just as much as i did we're gonna get into extreme rules we're gonna talk about um some raw that's happening tonight and which is dx's 25th anniversary we're gonna get into a bunch of other stuff my podcasting tag team championship partner my man izzy israel izzy welcome to the show brother what's going on hey yo yeah <laughs> uh i'm good man i think i'm back in the mix man Freaking Triple H, man. He got you? He got you? I think, I think, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, man, I don't know if you want to jump right into it, but. but Heck yeah. Uh, that, that was, <laughs> that was a show, man. <laughs> I mean, we might as well just jump into the, jump into the deep end. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We I can mean, get right into match, the matches. Every match was good. Um, I, I agree. There was no filler. Uh, even the, the Sheamus match was a good match. Yeah, you can give me Seamus, Seamus, and and Gunther. Uh, I'm still, right, I'm still right, not, right, I'm right. still not used to yeah. it. Uh, I feel like saying Walter, but you can give me Seamus and Gunther every week, and I and I'll be in, uh, invested. Yeah, man. Um, the ladies showed out. Bianca Belair, Bailey was dope. Uh, even Ronda and Liv Morgan. Who I didn't know Liv Morgan could go like that. <laughs> she definitely improved, um, even though she had a very short title run. She definitely improved during that title run. Yeah, well, them putting the belt on Ronda always just something that they do, I guess. <laughs> she's been in Charlotte. They just give her the belt whenever she's around. But she's coming um, back soon, too. Just I'll throw that out there. <laughs> but, yeah, man, for me, the highlight of the show for me I, I like if you listen to me on the show, I come you know sparingly, but I'm now a casual fan. I used to be a hardcore mark, as they say, watch yep. week in, week out, Monday, Thursday, every pay per view. I mean, I know all old school wrestling. You know, I'm a, I'm I'm a day one wrestling fan, 
But um, when Vince, you know, just got into his craft, he just, you know, it's hard for me to stick around. It was very hard for me to stick around. Yep. But, um, and I haven't felt, you know, like chills in a wrestling event in a long time. But that Judgment Day shit, man. A great match. They're good, man. <laughs> They're good, man. Great that was, match. That was perfect. Um, yeah, usually, usually I quit. Now, I like, quit matches. Usually deliver, and um, they right. they hit it out of the park with this one. You know, and oh, throughout okay. the match, you know them saying, you know, oh, you know, how are either of these guys gonna quit? How is he gonna make Edge quit? It seemed like nothing would do it. What would make any man who is married, especially? You know, as long as they have been, what would make any man say I quit if it's you are in a vulnerable position where you're pretty much handcuffed to a position or held down and you're not able to protect yeah. your wife? You know what I mean? From getting her head perfect. bashed in. You know, like. <laughs> it was perfect. Like, I mean, whoever uh, wrote that. Yeah. Whoever wrote that. was. Well, you know perfect. who I perfect. believe the producer of that match was? Um, I think it was Abyss. Really? Yeah, yeah. I know wow. Uh, wow. Abyss produced, um, uh, I, I believe it was the I Quit match. Jamie Noble produced one of the matches. Um, uh, Michael Hayes. Um, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, a few of them. Uh, oh, Adam Pierce produced one of the matches. Mm-hmm. And then I forget which one of the. Uh, uh, Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd did one of the matches, too. So obviously this okay. particular team of producers doing their thing, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Get these damn TV writers off the freaking, you know, out of the boardroom and get some wrestlers in there, man. Listen, speaking, I mean, speaking of that, just sidetracked, and I just saw this this past weekend, and you might have saw it too, um, if you're even mm-hmm. friends with with Homeboy on social media. Do you know who they just mm-hmm. hired as a writer? You remember? Well, I heard they hired a bunch of Marvel people. But well, you know, one work. of those Marvel people was Rob Fee. Really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, dude, funny, like man. we we met that guy maybe what ten or twelve years ago. He was like Shit, in probably this more. probably more than that. He was a part of this Christian crew called Masters Commission or something like that. Mm-hmm. Who would have ever known that the dude was a wrestling fan? We never knew that about yeah. the guy. Um, Solid guy too. No, cool, cool dude. dude. Cool dude. Yeah, and I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. I'm happy for him. If, if you look at his That's profile, awesome. like Bray Wyatt was at his wedding. Like he, like he's cool with a bunch of wrestlers and stuff. So wow. you know, and apparently this was his dream job. That's what he put on Facebook. And I was like, I would have never known. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, but but That's but good funny. for him. I could honestly say, then we could say we know someone who works in creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And apparently That's he hilarious. was he was he played a part in writing that bunny thing for Bray Wyatt's return, apparently. So you know, okay. hey, big up big ups to, to Rob, man. You know, yeah, hopefully yeah, hopefully awesome. they're able to use you the right way and take your ideas and yeah. make a hell of a lot of money. You know, shout out to your boy. Bring me in. Yeah. Um um so yeah, um Bring me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah so but, yeah um, the i quit match was dope um um now i saw a, a little snippet and i sent it to you earlier you know they, they've been teasing this finn balor aj styles thing like uh 
you know, Finn Balor trying to throw feelers to AJ, maybe AJ coming into the Judgment Day. I don't see mm-hmm. AJ's character really leaning toward being a dark character like doesn't that. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't, doesn't at all. Sense. So it makes a lot of sense that now Triple H apparently is bringing the good brothers, Gallows and Anderson, back into the fold. So maybe we'll okay. get a Judgment Day versus Bullet Club type, you know, gang warfare type thing. Now, I don't know where Rhea Ripley will fall into that. I don't know what female would join up with AJ and 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 Gallows right. and Anderson. I don't know how that Nikita would Nikita Lyons? Hey, I, I mean, anything that she's involved in. It's, she was it's, in the crowd. She was. She was just, as well as as well as Braun Breaker, Steiner. Rick, Rick Steiner's kid. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Not Steiner, Breaker, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's so stupid i mean we know who he is yeah man. yeah yeah yeah. i mean they did a table for three with 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 braun and and scott and yeah, rick rick and I scott did you see it? yo it was hilarious yeah, it was funny. Yeah, yeah, they were like we hope you make up, yeah we hope you make a lot of money stealing our stuff and then yeah. <laughs> rick was like give me back my trunks give me back my boots and braun is like no those are mine now <laughs> Shoot. Well, well. Speaking of father and son, right, right. Uh, I mean, I have it on the on the TV right here, so I can't help. But, damn, Dominic almost killed his father. Um, you got Ray and Dominic squaring off right now on Raw, and now so Ray- that that's a match, right? Yeah, that's, that's what's happening. the next big what's the next big pay per view? The Rumble. What are we in October? Oh. Well, we got the Saudi Arabia show. Um, then Survivor after, Series is Sur- November. Survivor Series. Yep. But I don't see, I see a one on one match at Survivor Series, unless, like we said, unless yeah. the Judgment Day have a big three on three or four on four or something like right, that. Right, I right. can see Ray and Dominic. That has to be WrestleMania, no? That has to be. Yeah, man. I mean, you build that up for how long? Yeah. Um, and now Ray, you you remember how when under when Kane first came out, Undertaker refused to fight him? Like you know, yes. he was like, well, no, Ray. Ray's doing Ray's that. gonna get his ass whooped by his son intentionally. He's not gonna swing back until nope. he breaks. And then one and day he's, he's gonna just gonna his beat kid. his ass. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. See yeah, it from yeah. a mile away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you mentioned um, but something. I, Finn Balor needs a push, like a big one. Like, he needs the belt. Who's the <laughs> Who's the Raw champ? Roman has Look, all like, all the belts. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay, so we gotta get like it makes sense. Like they're hot right now. They're they're. For me, they're the talk of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't pay much attention to them at all. Um, well, there's a reason for that because they were boring at first. Like, um, okay, they were good with Edge when Edge, which mm-hmm. still to this day I don't understand really why. I guess Edge didn't like the direction that Vince he didn't was taking. Do the dark stuff, yeah, he didn't want to do the demonic stuff. And all that stuff, right, and I right, guess right. Finn Balor was just like, "Screw it, I'm. I, it'll put me on TV more often." <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean, well, Finn Balor has always been a, a better heel than yeah, a yeah, exactly. When he, he's Prince when he was Prince Devitt, yeah. you know, of the Bullet Club. He was amazing. Like that's what got. Who is this? The guy in Japan who's just taking over the wrestling, and that's what they could do now. They got a chick who can wrestle her ass off. She's yep. a big girl, a and beast. I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, because she's, she's still, charismatic. Yeah. She's, yeah, yeah, she's tall. You know, she's a big girl, not Nia Jax. No, no, no. I no, mean, no. big. You know, like like she Hulk. Yeah, Hot, you know, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, young. Cruz, she's a young chick. Yeah, she's Dominic only twenty five, twenty six years old. This is a young Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, is is you know he looks good 
in the black. The whole trying to be his dad, that shit was not working. No, no, Let's no. Make no, him no, a no. heel. And he looks good. Him and Rhea Ripley, the whole storyline of her kind of manipulating him, whatever. And then you, got, you got the tank and Damian Priest back there, too. Yeah, man. And it, it's dope. You just have them eliminate people. Yeah. You know, like get rid of. That's how the NWO used to do it. Yeah. Oh, and you're then, a threat. All right, we're gonna get rid of you. And then, if anything, you have. Even though I have an idea, and and someone else brought it to my attention too, of what Roman Reigns and and that whole bloodline thing will turn into eventually, but make that Judgment Day stable so crazy that you'll actually mm-hmm. believe that they can give the bloodline fits. All right for that money. Yeah. Yeah. And don't add 40 people. No. Keep up these people. Yes. You know, maybe one more person, maybe like, you know, an NXT kid. Yeah, because you're going to uh, need like at least big, maybe just one more guy because Rhea, one can't, more. Rhea can't fight Solo Sokoa. You know what I mean? Or, you no, know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know one what I mean? more person, you know, some big monk muscle dude yeah. who's in developmental. And that's it. You don't want to oversaturate the shit. You, you, you got one head at the table. You got the female lead. Yep. You got the, the young kid, you yep. know, and then you got the then Damian got- Priest who can wrestle his ass off. Yep. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I, I didn't know Roman had both belts. Yeah, but he, I say, he owns you know, everything. <laughs> you give you give the belt, you give one of those belts to Finn Balor and let him, you know, do his thing. And then, you know, we didn't speak about, the end of the pay per view, but yeah, Riddle. You have that guy. Yeah, you have that guy come in and give them fits by himself because yeah. he's got the whole demonic thing, you know, going on, and he's like Undertakerish yeah. with the. Now, he just has them. Now we could just get into now. We'll get into the matches little by little, but but I mean we're gonna go up and uh, on and on, on and off, up and down. Um, mm-hmm. Now everybody since last night is trying to predict. If there is a new Wyatt family coming, now they showed all the okay. Firefly Funhouse characters kind of come to life last right. night. Like they showed the pig right, right, and, right. and the buzzard and all that stuff. People are trying to decipher what characters will be portraying these characters, like what men and women and stuff. Now, when mm-hmm. the when the bunny thing first happened, a lot of people were thinking to themselves, oh, maybe Bray will have Karrion Cross. Uh, Dexter Loomis, Braun Strowman, uh, all these characters. Then, when they showed all these characters yesterday, some people are bringing up Bo Dallas making a return, um, for which we've been calling for probably for years for Bo to to, to do something with Bray because, let's face it, they're real-life brothers. They'll have that chemistry together, and they did Mm -hmm. nothing with Bo Dallas for years. You know what I mean? He Nothing. when he first came on as Bo Leave, he had so much momentum and, and people loved the character and then it went straight to the garbage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thinking Bo Dallas. Some people are saying some guys from NXT, like Grayson Waller, who was in the they, they said he's probably the guy in the Hawaiian shirt that in Bray's old Hawaiian shirt. People are thinking Liv okay. Liv Morgan probably going psycho after losing to Ronda Rousey would be uh, uh sister Abigail. Um, I wouldn't put mm-hmm. a I wouldn't put Alexa Bliss back in that gimmick. The girl is tiny; she no, can't really go no, like that no. anymore. I would put someone who can go, and and Liv showed she you know she can go. Um, people are saying Joe Gacy from NXT is probably mm-hmm. the pig, maybe. 
Joe Gacy, I wouldn't mind because he's similar to what Bray Wyatt used to be. Um, right. And but I don't know it. And people are also bringing up Eric Rowan making a comeback as well. Um, and obviously, you know, unfortunately, if Luke Harper was still alive, we, we would love to see Brody Lee back in this thing. But, you know, unfortunately, that can't happen. Um, so in your mm-hmm. in your mind, if there is a new Wyatt family coming, who would you want in it? Wow. Um, I think Braun is a little proud. I think he's his own guy. Yeah. Um, I say just do new faces. Do people that nobody knows, really. You know, I'm sure they have a thousand developmental guys. Oh, there's a bunch in, of guys in, in NXT. A bunch of You them. know, who haven't even made their TV debut. And that can wrestle, but they can't speak. You know, we didn't, if you didn't know, like, if you weren't, like, a wrestling head, you didn't know who Luke Harper was, the CZW guy, yeah. or Eric Rowan, you know, prior to that. So those were, like, brand new faces. And Braun Strowman came out of nowhere. Yeah, he was just, so like, uh, he came from, like, bodybuilding or something, or strongman. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, strongman competitions. You could do that. You could pick somebody from anywhere. Yeah. I don't think, I think you need to let Bray be the lead, like he was. Um, I don't think he needs to be... I as like horror filled, you know that deep. I loved Bray when he first came out. Yeah, he was kind of like Waylon Mercy. That's a throwback. Yeah, like <laughs> a throwback. Waylon Mercy or or yeah. which which the Waylon Mercy character was inspired by uh, uh, Cape Fear with Robert De Niro. Yes. That, yes, that exactly. crazy character. So you know, and and a lot I of people love- don't remember Waylon Mercy was actually. Dan Spivey, who was a very good wrestler yep, back in yep, the day. Exactly. A part of the skyscrapers exactly. with Sid Vicious. Like this he was a monster back in the day. Mm-hmm. But he was past mm-hmm. his prime when he became Waylon Mercy. But Waylon Mercy was a good talker. You know, he, he was good. They didn't get it at the time in nineteen ninety five, because that's when WWE was at a all time low in t- in terms of anything. They had cartoon characters. Yeah. You know, Duke, yeah. Duke the dumpster Drozzy and the repo man. Like, <laughs> you know, stupid shit. <laughs> Um, but I think Gray, Gray's, obviously he can wrestle. He's one of the better wrestlers in the company. But his strong suit is his, his, his mic skills. He's yeah. phenomenal on the mic. And I think he needs to get back to that. And he doesn't necessarily have to be a heel. Because I no. think the Fiend thing was, was too heelish, you know? Like, yeah, he was too much of a monster. Too, much of a yeah. Yeah. too dark, you know? But the Bray with the with the... Fireflies and all that. He was dope. Like, he was like the anti-hero. Yeah, the cult leader. Um, Yeah. Right, 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 right. He could come. He he doesn't have an agenda, whether it's good or bad. Whoever you are, you know, I just want the title. I'm just coming to take the universe. I'm taking over the universe. Yeah. Uh, What was he, the Eater of Worlds? The Eater of Worlds, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. And and this will be the first time that he is not handcuffed by Vince McMahon. He will be right. under Triple H. Right. So imagine Triple H, H letting this dude just, you know, obviously with, with some filter, but, you know, not handcuffed. Like, let's see what you got. Let's see what, bring it. And you then, like, and who's who's Roman feuding with now? Oh, Logan Paul, but that's for Yeah, that's, 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 that's a money grab. That, that's, that's not a real thing. Yeah, that's, that's not a real thing. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. A, and and, and like who, who, who knows? They might have a good match. Who knows? <laughs> no, Logan can go. Yeah. I mean, Logan but if anybody if anybody thinks Logan Paul's getting a championship, you're out of your mind. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's, silly. <laughs> yeah, that's silly. But now we, we, uh, we but like who on the roster? Who on the roster could seriously 
match up Roman, Roman Reigns right now. Um, you're gonna have to be. Mm. You're gonna have to do some mystical shit. Yeah, you get the Usos and and this guy like, so solo, well, and you, you got know, Sami Zayn over there. You you got that. They have a whole crew. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it's Bray Wyatt or it's Finn Balor in the Judgment Day. Yeah. But Bray Wyatt could attack these guys. You know, he could do some outside of the ring stuff. Yeah, as opposed to the Judgment Day, who's gonna have to face them head to head. I yep. think you get a longer storyline with Bray, and if you go Bray the Bray Roman route, because he doesn't have to wrestle anybody until the pay per view. Yeah, he can literally do some funhousey shit with the rest of the bloodline. It could be there's a segment where Paul Heyman is chained up somewhere. You know, yeah, Paul Heyman yeah, will yeah, sell yeah, anything. Yeah. You know, he's dramatic, so you could do that. Yeah, um, up until you know Survivor Series or something. If they if they coming back. Then I don't I don't know I can't imagine him having him wrestle him soon. Yeah, not him now. Not, who, who knows? I think they're gonna drag it. And the thing is, when Bray showed up last night, he didn't attack anybody. He just literally just showed right. up. Right. You know what I mean? He and, said, I'm and, here. Oh, and, everybody, I'm and everybody thought, oh, is he gonna attack Riddle or Seth Rollins because he came out right after that match? But he didn't attack anybody. It was literally no. a reintroduction to Bray Wyatt. That's all it was. That was it. You know, it, it gave him the show. Yeah. Just yeah. to show you how highly they think of this dude. They I mean, gave him the, the end of the damn show. Yeah. It's I mean, how crazy, crazy is cut. it? AEW, you know, they 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 made a big splash two weeks ago bringing Paige out of retirement, right? It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a big mm-hmm. thing. And then two weeks right. later, Triple H brings out Bray Wyatt. He's like, hold my beer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on. Hey. Man. <laughs> Speaking of, Triple H ain't, ain't messing around, man. No, no. He's coming for blood. Yeah. He's not playing around with these dudes. <laughs> I mean, Shoot. I, I have a sidebar. And this is a hot take. This is mm-hmm. a hot take. Okay. So stay with me. <laughs> I've been thinking about this one for a while. I've been pondering this one for a while. Now, we have a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. We have wrestlers, yes. yep. which I think we can agree. Hogan, John Cena, now, now, Steve Austin. Now, is this pro I wrestling mean, or is it a WWE Mount Rushmore? It's WWE. Okay, yes. Pro wrestling, you know, if you go pro wrestling, we're going to be... It's, it's a out. wider scope because I've seen yeah. a lot of people do Mount Rushmores and they'll say WWE... And they'll mention Ric Flair and all these guys. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, no. If we're like, doing wrestling, then Ric Flair. Yeah, doing, of course. Yes, but um, but straight up WWE. What comes off the top of my brain? Four guys, right? So, Steve Austin, John yes. Cena, um, yes. Hogan, and that fourth yes. one is the tough one because be Taker it, or the Rock. It could be Taker. It could be Rock. You, some people may say Shawn Michaels, some, right. you know, and if old heads would say something like Bruno San Martino, oh, in my day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Backlund was champion for seven years straight. In right. my day, this That's guy was right. champion. You could yeah, say yeah, Andre yeah, yeah, the yeah. Giant, the way that man is revered in WWE. That's why I leave, I leave four open for, yeah. for whoever. But, but, I, but I would lean, automatic. you know, and you know what? If you want to go in the grand scope of pro wrestling, a lot of people, Jericho might be up there right now. Who knows? Hey, like he's the top five. Hey, the, <laughs> he's in my top five. It's amazing that 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 dude is still. He's every week. He's on the show every week. He's not a part timer. He's a champion of like, ROH. Yeah. He's a world champion right now. He's like fifty, <laughs> and he's still wrestling. He had yeah. a good match with Claudio. Yeah, yeah, he um, did. 
Okay, so that's so that's the wrestling, the the wrestlers, Mount Rushmore, the guys who got in the ring, whatever. Yeah. Now this is a separate Mount Rushmore of wrestling importance, people who okay. have been important to wrestling. Now stay with me. Yes, you got Vince Senior. Okay. Without him, Not, there's yeah. no Vince and Junior. Okay. If you agree, this you could you could agree disagree. You tell me. We got Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yes. That's a shoe-in. That's obvious. That's that's Vince McMahon. You've got, um, shit, who else did I have? It was Vince. Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, Vince and Vince. The two, the two Vinces. Um, oh, man. I think Hulk Hogan, I think he saved wrestling. I, don't, I think without him, and I, I mean Hulk Hogan, period, because he was a cartoon. He was a movie star. He yep. was everything. I think he's on the Mount Rushmore of important wrestling figures. Yep. Figure. And I think Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, is creeping up into that top four spot. Wow. He's, he changed NXT. He's one of the best wrestlers in the history of the company. Yep. He's saving the company right now. Yep. In three and months. In three in months, three he months, changed it he around. Changed everything. It looked like AW was coming to take over the world. Oh. I don't have any conversation. Hold on. It Gallows like- and Anderson are on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> see, and they- see. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and they're coming to the aid of AJ Styles to fight the Judgment Day right now. There it is. See, you just called it. Oh my <laughs> god! Unbelievable. <laughs> Well, AJ right now Whoa. just pulled a Diamond Dallas Page because you remember when Hall and Nash were trying to recruit DDP? He put the shirt mm-hmm. on, he gave them a hug, and then he gave a diamond cutter to Scott Hall in the middle yes, of the ring. Yes, yes, AJ yes, just yes. did that to Finn Balor. He said, you're my brother. I'm going to join the Judgment Day. He gave him a hug, and then he said, when I mentioned brothers, I wasn't talking about you. And then Gallows and Anderson came out. Oh, man, and they're all fighting That's each fun. other. You see, he did it again. He did it again. You just put him Listen. in the Mount Rushmore, and he did it again. <laughs> so, is there is there an argument against him being number four? Seriously, like who else are you gonna put? Hey, it, could, I, I I can't think of anybody, honestly. I mean, you could throw Paul Heyman in there, but Paul Heyman's well, legacy no, is not because than because technically Paul Heyman's federation, even though we're gonna talk about ECW a little bit later on, his his fed Hell. kind of fell at the wayside. Now, one, one guy I was thinking about was Eric Bischoff, maybe, because he was the yeah. closest guy to putting Vince yeah. out of business. Out of business, maybe. But that, but but then he, he but then he faltered as well because you know Vince just outlasted everybody. I mean, but but yeah, I mean, you give Triple H three months. Imagine what he's going to do in five years. I'm, I was thinking, yeah, like, I was thinking five, ten years. What what this man would have what, accomplished, what, like. Yeah. Vince McMahon didn't retire, but he left the company at what seventy something. Yeah, seventy. Triple H, I'm assuming, is in his fifties. Yep, mid lower, lower to mid fifties. Yeah, lower to mid fifties. You give that man twenty years of running the company. Poof. How is how is he not? And I'm 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 open to discuss it. I and, just can't think of a, a number four guy. Yeah, who's had a bigger impact in in the ring and outside of the ring because NXT was shit. Until before. he took and it look over. At all the people, look at all the people that NXT has got. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Sasha Banks. John Moxley. Bailey. Every big every big star is a product of NXT. Yeah. Ray Wyatt. 
All yeah. these guys. That's Triple H's baby. And look what happened when Vince took over. It became shitty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so now he's... I, I, listen, man. I can see it. I can I, see I'm, it. I, I, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give him more time because it's still yeah, early. Yeah, give him some thought. Give him some thought. Uh, it's still I just, early, but I, I but I see. Who, I see where you're going, though. I see it. I just can't think of who else is in that fourth spot. Yeah, like 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 an executive, someone in power that has really right, right. revolutionized. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and the thing is, I think Triple H is a guy who, even as he gets older, he will still try to find a way to stay in tune with what's popular you know what what everyone no, what everyone is into i don't think he's gonna be the type that'd be like well you know uh i think this, this worked for me 20 years ago uh let's uh exactly let's keep it going i think that the, did you see that interview with him and Aaron hawani i saw all? i saw bits and pieces i didn't see the whole okay interview. so the guy so the guy was literally knocking on death's door yes and i think that shit changed everything yeah him. Yeah. It made him more flexible. It made him more open. It made him more, okay, let's take a chance. Okay, let's, let's you know, because Vince is a hard-ass man. And I'm not saying, I'm sure Triple H is, a, you know, a tough guy, but I don't think he's a hard-ass to deal with. Yeah. I think he's way obviously way more personable than Vince is. Well, remember, well you know, he, he, was, he was one of the boys, man. That, that, that's, that's what it is, too. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's difficult. Cause yeah, and, and yeah, Vince. People want to get technical. Vince did wrestle the Mr. McMahon character. No did, he wasn't, but, but, but he wasn't, well, he one, wasn't on the road. No, he, 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 you know, he wasn't one of the like boys. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Similar to Shane McMahon. Shane yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I would, but, pick, um, I would consider Shane probably more than Vince, even though I feel like Shane took unnecessary risk just to prove that he was one of the boys. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like he yes. could have really, and I'm pretty sure he hurt himself a few times with all those dives oh my God. and all those crazy leaps that off the head. Angle match and, oh alone. my gosh. Oh was yeah. That King of the ring or something. He yep. threw him while well, he failed to throw him through the glass. <laughs> and then he finally did it. And Kurt had to keep suplexing him. Oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, but Shane's, but Shane's a freak though because he was telling him do it again, do it again. He's bugged out. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> that's that's just trying to prove his dad. Yeah. Well, if you, I don't know if you remember, but when he wrestled the Undertaker at that Hell in the Cell when he first came back, and he did that Ooh. leap off the top of the cage and missed and went through the table. When that match yeah, was over and he went to the back, uh, Vince hugged him and he was crying like he was like you know like I guess. That was his way of like you know you don't have to do that you know what I mean like I you know like you don't have to right. hurt yourself you know for this you know what I mean but right you know right. and obviously yeah, Shane no. Shane went off the rails later on and uh, that's a different story but <laughs> but yeah I dude I'm thoroughly enjoying what Triple H is doing and I knew he would do this because. I went to a lot of those NXT shows live that Triple H was mm-hmm. in charge of because I used to go every week after work. Every Wednesday, I would go to Full Sail University. My ticket was all of 10 bucks every week. So <laughs> me so me and a couple of my boys from the job will go. I'll, I'll get a $10 ticket off StubHub, and I'll, we'll sit, go after work, get something to eat, and go to the shows. We went to a bunch of them. We were there when Adam Cole was world champion and Undisputed Era was was going off. And guess what? They all went to AEW and they're all doing nothing. Bobby Fish nothing. quit. 
uh, Kyle O'Reilly, unfortunately, yeah, had to have neck surgery. And Adam Cole lost about 15, 20 pounds, looked like he's 190 pounds, and he's not doing anything. You know what I mean? So Keith, yeah, Keith Lee, I was there for Keith Lee being a big star. Now he's in AEW. He's about 30 pounds overweight, and what's he doing? Nothing. Him and, him and Swerve really were a tag team champions that really didn't move the needle. You know what I mean? So... Now the acclaimed, who I like very much and is very popular, now they're the champions, and that was honestly the right way to go. And I like Keith Lee and I like Swerve, but you know what? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? AEW yeah, needed to him. create their own stars, and they're seeing that now with how popular MJF is and how popular the acclaimed is and Jungle Boy and all those young guys that they have. They should have built around those guys a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but they figured, just like sure. WCW used to do, oh, let's just bring in a bunch of WWF guys and WWE guys, and you know we'll be up there with yeah. them. No, that doesn't always happen that way, you know. No, no. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, a, AW came out hot, and this big man caught a case, and now it's looking bad for AW. <laughs> and, ev- and, and recently, and and Helwani. Uh, I think interviewed Tony Khan recently also. And he was like, okay. um, Oh, so how does it feel now? Like, how did you, what, what was your reaction when, uh, when Vince stepped down and now triple H took over? Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, are saying, you know, now the product is better. And area Hawani was like, I can tell just from the past couple of months that the product is, is much better than what it was when Vince was at the helm. And Tony mm-hmm. Khan was like, Oh, you know, we're doing our thing too. And I feel like we've improved as well. And I mean, what do you expect Tony Khan to say? You know what I mean? But, right, but, right. but you know, this guy, uh, Helwani was like, Oh, is it forcing you guys to step up your game? Because it'll look at all these returns and everything triple H is doing and all that other stuff. And, you know, he just kind of brushed it off, but they're feeling the pressure. They, they have to, they have to be. no they have way to. that they're not feeling that, you know, obviously even without, even before, Triple H took over, even with Vince McMahon's dull booking and all that stuff, WWE is still considered the number one. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, no matter what. And now what Triple H is doing is just over the top. It's just over the top. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, good luck. Um, good luck. So, yeah, with Triple H at the helm, uh, and I remember now, you had asked me if this, this is the first pay-per-view. I had remembered... SummerSlam and then Clash at the Castle was on the Triple H as well. So this was the third okay. pay per view on the Triple H and shit. Clash at the Castle, good show. SummerSlam was a good show. Mm-hmm. Extreme Rules was a good show. So three pay per views in, three bangers of pay per views on the Triple H. So, I mean, hell. <laughs> like, luck, like, like, like Seamus said before in one of his promos, banger after banger after banger after banger. So I think it's just yeah, going to keep happening. Just man. imagine what he's going to do for like a, like a mania or rumble or. Yeah. 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 Good luck, man. And it was very emotional because I went to WrestleMania this past year in, in, in Texas. And, um, and that's when triple H formally retired and left his boots in the ring. And it was very mm-hmm. emotional because he had, Literally just came back from that life-threatening, you know, cardiac, you know, heart issues pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pretty much had a, had a small, like, heart problem. He had heart problems. So, you know, he was very emotional, and he knew he was done. He would never wrestle again and all this other stuff. But now, 
with Triple H, the wrestler gone, the executive now is gonna is taking over, and he's just doing good shit all all the way around. So now he left NXT to Shawn Michaels. So you know we'll see what Shawn Michaels does with NXT. Um, so far, mm-hmm. I've never really, and I've gone to a couple of NXT 2.0 shows. Um, just recently, they did away with the 2.0 and kind of leaned back to what NXT used to be. Um, okay. And they got some good young talent, obviously, you know, like like Steiner's kid and, you know, some of the ladies and a lot of the guys, too. So WWE is going to be set for a long time, a long mm-hmm. time. So, so yeah, so. You know, the main event of that pay-per-view was... Oh, and we, we forgot to talk about Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre, the strap match. That was pretty good, too. That was good. Yeah, Karrion Cross was good, man. And Cross is another he, guy he, that... He can is, wrestle. Yeah. Yep. He can wrestle. He's another He's guy that, on Vince, that Vince ruined when he first brought it. I know. He had him lose his debut to, like, Jeff Hardy. Or to something. Jeff Hardy, of all people. And like, no dis- like, obviously, Jeff... Jeff is a legend. I get it. Okay. I, this, I'm not, yeah, uh, but come on. <laughs> You're going to bring this big monster up from NXT, who was the NXT champion at the time, and he's just going to lose clean to Jeff Hardy? Come on, dude. It's so stupid. Yeah. What was the purpose? I didn't understand. He was running through everybody in, in <laughs> NXT, and then he loses his first match. It's so weird. Yeah. It's wild. You know, and then he had him come out yeah, in that shredder gimmick that he had. Uh, what the hell was that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That funky looking terrible. mask and the demolition straps and all that other stuff. I was like, what terrible, the hell is this? Terrible. But, terrible. Um, you know, Karrion Cross, big victory over a, a big name, big, big big main eventer in Drew McIntyre. So mm-hmm. we'll see We'll see what they do with Karrion Cross and obviously Scarlet. So we'll see what they do with that. Then Matt Riddle. Defeated Seth freaking Rollins because that's his name. His really good name. match. His name the match is, was good. His middle name is freaking. Um, so, Seth, <laughs> yeah, so, so, <laughs> so he beat him in the that's fight stupid. pit. Now the fight pit, pit is actually a good looking cage. Like you know, like it's uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's dope. <laughs> I've never seen that before. But yeah, it's, it's some cool. cages are ugly. Like you know the design and stuff. Yeah, no. Like this one is pretty dope. You know the layout. It has a little second floor to it. You know they could climb up and stuff. Um, how do you feel Daniel Cormier did as the special guest referee? Good. He did good. He did good. I mean, he was talking a little too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, checking in too much and stuff. Like, but that's, you know, I'm sure that's what they told him to do. He's a yeah. fan. But I thought he was dope. I thought he, I thought they should have gotten him involved a little more physically. I mean, he did kind of yoke up. Yo, Riddle, at yeah, one point. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, he yoked up Riddle um, pretty good. At <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I would have liked to see him, you know, really get into uh, Seth Rollins, maybe slam him, or, you know. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, because a lot of those, when exactly. they bring guys like that in to do special enforcers or special referees, they usually right. get more more physical. Like, you know, when Shamrock right. first came in, he slammed Bret Hart. You know, Tyson like, and Tyson, Tyson and Michaels. And Michaels yeah. mm-hmm. Even after the match, you know. Yeah, yeah. But. But it was a straightforward, you know, they, they didn't get in his way really after that. You know, it was like one warning and that was it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize Cormier was that big of a fan. They say he's been a fan for years. I don't remember. Ever oh, no. Him. He talks. I mean, for as long as I've known, 
or like listen to him podcasting and stuff. He's always talked about. He's a big fan. Like he's that? a big. Yeah, he's a he's a mark, man. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay, cool. He's a big mark. Because yeah. you would think like. You know him being a legit, you know, collegiate wrestler and Olymp- uh, right, an, right. Olymp- an Olympic, champ- not a ch- Olympic champion, but he was an Olympian. Um, mm-hmm. A lot National of those guys kind of, kind of put their noses to it, but but he's he's actually a big fan. So no, he takes it for what it is. It's entertaining, man. It's a male soap opera, and it's like a you know, like a live stream show. If yeah, because you, you know a lot of M- a lot of MMA purists, and you know I'm a fan. I mean, obviously oh, we're fans. Man. Of MMA for years and years and years. Of course, but I don't look at them in the same light. It's no, no, you and... can't. You can't do it. You can't do it's it. So dumb. And they obviously take from each other, but not in the way that it'll yep. be like so obvious. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, like MMA is not like they're not jumping off the top of the cage to drop a a, a Superman punch. You know what I mean? Or or you mm-hmm. know, but. You know, in terms of the entertainment value, the the trash talking. You think Chell Sonnen just brought took that off of his dome? No, he got that from superstar Billy Graham and and and. Conor the, McGregor uh, was walking like Vince McMahon, yep, the, the biggest the, MMA star ever. The McMahon walk, like yep. the company. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. come on, man. let's not sit here and act like I don't take from them, Louis. Yeah, and, da- okay. and Dana White and Vince McMahon were friends for years too. Like you know, like yeah. And Dana even said it himself in an interview. He was like, "Oh, if I'm doing a fight night like on a a Monday or something, I'm not stupid enough to do that." Yeah, Vince will probably bring out the Rock or some shit. I won't get no ratings. Yeah, yeah, like no, no. <laughs> you don't try to out promote Vince. <laughs> you know, Vince has always been cutthroat like that, even with his own people mm-hmm. that he's cool with. He was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and Vince, I think recently was that. The right when he was getting fired or let go, he went to the UFC show that night. You remember that? <laughs> like right after something. Vince is such a savage. Yo, but, Vince uh, is the, a wild the, boy, man. This is a wild boy. Then, I think the night after they announced that he he you know resigned, he's their front row at the UFC this card with Triple H boy. and Stephanie and Nick Khan, the, the, their con that that runs like. Part of WWE, he's a wild guy. He's a legend. He's 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 when he goes, it's gonna be a bad time. You know what I mean? Like like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's be real. He obviously still has a hand in it. I mean, come on. I mean, you're gonna tell me? Yeah, I'm sure own, he has a thing. His own son-in-law is not talking to him about about what they're doing. No, of and, course. Come on, running ideas and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's silly to think otherwise. But yeah, but so I thought. I thought Cormier was good. I like I like Cormier. I'm a DC fan. I like him. Outside, I like him. I wasn't a fan of him as an as an MMA uh, fighter. Not not that I didn't like his skill. Yeah, I thought he was great. Obviously, I just he just used to beat the shit out of guys that I like, <laughs> and I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> so you know, like, and, and, and I the, did root for him against John Jones. And the but, crazy thing is, he did it easily too. A lot of the times, easily. Like, he was like, it was like oh, everybody. come on, man. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, disrespectful yeah, yeah. how so, he slammed Dan, Dan Henderson, and Dan was, was old. So unnecessary. He's like, that's not nice. So you don't do that to an old man. He didn't have to do that to him, man. But I like I really like him outside of the ring. I like his podcast. I like his commentary. I just think he's a fun you know, he's a he's a fan. He's a good yeah, dude. Yeah. Um I hope I hope they bring him around for more stuff. You know, it'd be cool if he was like a Royal Rumble entrance or some shit. You know that'd be dope. You know what what, what I just thought of? Uh, and I think not only, you know, they didn't just bring him in because it's, you know, a a UFC style and it's painfully obvious it was a UFC style wrestling match, but right. 
something in me is just like that should have been for the guy that they signed, that Olympian Gabe Gabe Stevenson or Stevenson, yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Apparently, what is that? I wonder if that guy is just not getting it. Like, why haven't they used that guy? You know, like apparently he wasn't doing well, and then he got hurt. Oh wow! Um, yeah, apparently he wasn't a, doing well. That's a shame. In developmental, and I mean, you can have all the skill, literal skill in the world to wrestle, obviously, but if you're not charismatic, it doesn't mean shit. Like Kurt Angle was an Olympic gold medalist and could talk his ass off. You know, he yeah. was funny, he was charismatic. He was a guy when he first came out, people loved to hate him. Um, but I don't know if this guy, this Gable. Gable Steveson is, you know, he's got the chops to do anything outside of the ring. Like, remember Daniel Pewter? Yeah. Remember that kid? He sucked. He was a legit, yeah, he was a legit MMA UFC fighter. And so he almost. Obviously, know he, he had skills. He almost broke he Kurt almost Angle's arm. broke Kurt Angle's, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he just couldn't cut it as a wrestler, you know? Well, they made him pay so for it in the Royal is, Rumble. You remember that? Yes. When he came out to the Royal Rumble. Who, who the two guys waiting for him in the ring was Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, and mm-hmm. when that kid came in, they chopped the dog shit out of him. Literally, <laughs> yo, <laughs> they gave him what they call in the wrestling business a receipt. Like they chopped yeah. him back and forth, and then oh poor kid, the next guy that came in was Holly, hardcore Holly, who oh, hated no. rookies. Yeah, <laughs> so he came in and he started Terrible. chopping the shit out of him. Taz made me laugh though, kid. When he was commentating, he was like, "Oh, I, I think I saw his areola fall off." Oh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but um, damn. And and yeah, little little man. side note. Speaking of tough enough, because that that guy won the million dollar tough enough. It came out just a couple of days ago that uh, a girl named Sarah girl Sarah died. Lee, yeah, who won yeah. tough enough in 2011, 2010. And the crazy thing is she beat out Mandy Rose for that tough enough. And, um, wow. and yes, she died at 30 years old. Jesus Christ. She was married to one of the wrestlers. She was, yeah. She was married to Wesley Blake, who was, uh, who was part of the tag team Blake and Murphy with buddy Matthews. And, um, he was also in that group, the forgotten sons with, uh, Gunner from impact Gunner from from, from a while. So, uh, yeah, ah, shit. I mean, that, that sucks, man. She obviously had some sort of, cancer or some sort of sickness or whatever to be that it's young terrible. to die like that you know it was wild they had two kids so terrible. obviously condolences go to the family and to uh wesley blake and you know the kids and all that yeah, stuff sarah lee died at 30 years old um but yeah you know forget the somber stuff you know that sucks um <laughs> but yeah the you know the pay-per-view was dope you know i'm really looking forward to you know what triple h is going to do in the future now, this pay-per-view, mm-hmm. like I told you in the little pregame that we had, this pay-per-view was in Philly, which is known for, obviously, ECW. And um, we had a short, you know, a couple of ECW shout-outs, like uh, Seth Rollins came out in an RVD-style get-up, and he even did the mm-hmm. the RVD, mm-hmm. you know, taunts with the, with the hands and stuff like that, and even did a five-star frog splash off the fight pit. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I came across a little list. We used to always do lists when we did the the clean finish. So I was like, yeah, let me get a list. Yeah. And uh, I think. I love lists. Yeah, yeah. Heck Who yeah. doesn't like a good list? For real. I was like, uh, did I lose it? I got to find it again. Hold on. But yeah, I came across a list of the 50. Oh, I found it. Okay. 
the 50 greatest, and this is according to some app called Uprox. It's U-P-R-O-X-X dot That's a legit site. That's a decent site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not bad. No, no, they're not bad at all. So they have a section called with spandex with a lucha mask on it. So it's like their little wrestling section. So they came up with the 50 greatest ECW wrestlers of all time. We're going to skim through it real quick. And at number 50, we have Axel Rotten. So... Axel, okay. Axel Rotten, who was a tag team with his brother, a kayfabe brother, Ian Rotten, back in the day called the Bad Breed, and they ended up losing a tag match to the Pitbulls, and they had to break up, and after that, they had some hardcore crazy matches with each other, and Izzy, mm-hmm. you remember the Taipei death match um, mm-hmm. with Axel and Ian Rotten, where they would tape their hands, dip them in glue, put them in glass, Bugging. and beat the living Bugging. shit out of each other. <laughs> And then obviously later on Axel Rotten would team with the other Because Axel Rotten has passed away So Axel Rotten did team up With another unfortunate Very talented wrestler known as Balls Mahoney and they were a tag Team for a while too and Balls Mahoney I I love Balls Mahoney he was that dude I mean him and New New Jack Didn't get along which is crazy in itself The stuff that they went through back and forth But Number 49 we have Tony Mamaluke who was a uh, tag team with Nunz- with I almost called him Nunzio because that's why he was in WWE with Little Guido. They were part of the FBI, the Full Blood of the Titans. Yeah, good little yeah. you know little cruiserweight wrestler. Not bad. Good and good wrestler. Number forty eight. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's this low, but C W Anderson is number forty eight. Really? Yeah. The inf- like the C. extreme w. enforcer. He was good. Supposedly yeah, one I mean, of the Anderson family, which if you really look at the lore, none of the Andersons are really family. So, um, you know, <laughs> anybody could be an Anderson and he looked just like Arn. So whatever mm-hmm. they he got the he got the permission from Arn to use the Anderson name. So there you go. Um, okay. Number 47 is a tag team, which is interesting because it's a tag team. But we have Danny Doring and Roadkill. Is number 47. Okay. The Danaconda. Okay. You remember the Danaconda? Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was yes. a filthy sucker, that dude. <laughs> he was funny, though. <laughs> and a lot of people probably wouldn't remember this, but Danny Doring's girlfriend in ECW was Lita. Um, So okay. that was cool. She was known as Miss Congeniality at the time. <laughs> number 46, <laughs> The Juice, Juventud Guerrero. Number 46. Wow. He made the list. Yeah, he had a great feud with Rey Mysterio back in '95. They had a, a a series of matches that are, you know, in ECW lore has been known as legendary, which has helped brought Lucha Libre to the U.S. Um, number forty-five is the late Luis Piccoli, who a lot of people will remember okay. later on in his career. He was part of NWO Wolfpack as like Scott Hall's little lackey bodyguard. But before mm-hmm. that, he was a decent wrestler in his own right. In WWF, he was an enhancement guy known as Rad Radford. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> number forty-four is Izzy's favorite. Nine one one. Oh, he was very bad. Uh, he was very popular awesome. for some reason, but. He would always just come to the ring and chokeslam people. That's all he did. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> number 43, another WCW alumnus, Psychosis, was number 43. Um, okay. a- another one who had a great 
series of matches with Rey Mysterio. Went to WCW, made a name for himself along with the other Lucha Libre guys. Then came back to ECW in the late two thousand, like early two thousand, two thousand one, and had a great match with Tajiri, if I remember correctly. Um, mm. Number forty two, Simon Diamond. He married well. That's all I can say about him. Um, <laughs> he married Dawn Marie. Yeah. Um, number forty one, Kid Cash. I like Kid Cash. He was good. Yeah, he was good. He could go. Mm-hmm. Number 40, we have Taz's first cousin, Chris Chetty. Underrated guy. Wow, I haven't heard that name yo, ever. Yo. <laughs> wow. I think he was probably, I think they had him as the first graduate of ECW's House of Hardcore, who House was hardcore, the trainers yeah. was Taz and Perry Saturn. So, yeah, imagine that training regiment. Um <laughs> Number thirty nine, the late primetime Brian Lee. Okay, who was the fake? Like uh, who was the fake Undertaker? And, and he was a um, part of what, what do you call it? The Disciples of Apocalypse. Of Apocalypse, the DOA. What was mm-hmm. his name though? In DOA, in, he, I think in, he was known as Chains. Yes, Chains. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name. But yeah. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, but yes. he was in ECW. He was a part of the Triple Threat and Raven's Flock, so or Raven's Nest. Okay. Um, number thirty-eight is Little Guido Maritato, who was obviously uh, the other member of the FBI, who was probably the more mm-hmm. seasoned member of the FBI, who was also mm-hmm. tag team champions with Tracy Smothers, who was a part of the FBI, even though he was an Italian. Um, number thirty-seven, the late great. Jerome Young, aka New Jack. Surprised he's that low, but uh, I guess we'll see. That's way too low. Who else is on this list? <laughs> That's way too low. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured he'll be higher just for popularity alone. Um, number thirty-six, Mikey Whipwreck. All right. I mean, you know, Triple Crown champion over early, New Jack early in his career, but you know, he has a victory over Steve okay. Austin. I mean, I guess. True. <laughs> he's beaten the Sandman, true. Steve Austin. He's beaten some big names. Um, number thirty-five, the Pitbulls. All right. I've never really been a fan of Gary Wolf or the late Anthony Durante, but you know, they were popular in ECW for a while. Mm-hmm. Number thirty-four, mm-hmm. Al Snow and Head. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> low. I mean, he wasn't even like an ECW lifer. He was. Yeah, he, he was there for a while. Disrespected. But he and, and he was very popular in ECW too. So mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. head gim- that head gimmick got him over the top. Um number yeah. number thirty three, balls Mahoney. Whenever he will punch you, people will yell balls. There we go. Um and he'll hit you with a chair very hard. <laughs> yeah. Um number thirty two, Izzy's favorite tag team of all time, the public enemy. Um <laughs> You know you love you some Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were I mean, they, could, they were cool. They had fun matches. Yeah, just... yeah, they were all right. I mean, obviously yeah, they were ECW whatever. legends, but everywhere else they went, it was like, eh. Yeah, they had fun fun matches in WCW and stuff. But number whatever. number they shined and sold out the sold out pay per views. That was like yeah. their time to shine. Yeah. Number 31, yeah. Lionheart Chris Jericho. Okay. Former I ECW mean, television champion. Can we go give, can we predict the top five 
I, I could I could probably You can. You can predict before it. Before you before you even continue. Yeah. Obviously Tommy Dreamer, obviously Raven, obviously the franchise Shane Douglas uh-huh. has an R V D shit. And I, I was gonna say Sabu, but I forgot about R V D. So <laughs> maybe I could see them Yeah, R V D, Raven, Tommy Dreamer, Shane Douglas, and Taz. And okay. or maybe Sabu is gonna swap one of those guys. Yeah, Sabu, I would think, but, is definitely, definitely, if he's not top, top 10, 10, that's that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number 30, Too Cold Scorpio. He was good. Okay. He was in ECW for that long? Yeah, he was there for a while. Because remember, he was okay, in WCW okay. early in his career, and then from there, he mm-hmm. went, like, to Japan, and then he had a... He had a run in ECW from like ninety four to like ninety seven or ninety six or some craziness like that, and then he okay. went back. I know he had good matches. Yeah, yeah, he was good. I liked him. Number twenty nine, yeah, Spike cool. Dudley. <laughs> okay, the crash test dummy. Yeah. Shit! Now you think of now you come to think of it. You're thinking Dudley's of the Dudleys, the aren't you? Five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about some dudes, but they're top ten. They got to be top. Oh, 10. Uh, I, I would hope so. Even though the next the next one is kind of low for me, I think. But he got big late is in Mike ECW. Awesome or Number twenty eight is Rhino. Rhino, wow. Well, yeah. Well, damn, twenty eight. So that's what I'm saying. Have, like, he got big toward, the, toward the end of ECW. Rhino got big. Sandman might be Sandman might be top five now. Well, like, look at shit. look at this one. Number twenty seven is Bam Bam Bigelow. Twenty seven. Wow. There's 27 that dudes that was better than Bam Bam in ECW? He had a huge he had a huge run in ECW. Well, His with Taz alone are like stuff a legend. They put Steve Austin at 26. See, that's silly. That doesn't make sense. He, he got big he, in ECW. He could, like, be, he could be like top 40. Yeah. But there were guys that had legit careers in Yeah, ECW. yeah, yeah. Like Steve Austin... You know, he this put him back on the map after leaving WCW. Mm-hmm. But then he just like a year? he just went to the stratosphere in WWE. I don't even think Austin lasted a year because he, he got to right? he got to ECW in late '95. By '96, he was in WWF. Yeah, because think think wow. of it this way: he was still in WCW in early '95. Then he got fired over the phone by Eric Bischoff which is in most of his promos in ECW. Then he went to ECW in mid-95, and then by January of 96, he's in the Royal Rumble. So he didn't last long in ECW at all. He was like maybe five months, six months, but in that time, he made a huge impact. You know? Right, right, right. right. Number 25, Chris Candido. 25. Member of the Triple Threat. You know, had some big angles, great matches. Number he could wrestle. He was yeah, good. he was good. Tag team champion with Lance Storm, who obviously we haven't heard Lance Storm's name yet. He's further on the list, too. Just incredible. Yeah. Like you said, Mike yeah, Awesome, yeah. Masato Tanaka. You got a bunch of names that we haven't heard yet. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. 24, we got Mick Foley, Cactus Jack. He had a dec- okay. He had a good run in ECW as well. That means Terry Funk is going to be somewhere in the Terry place. Funk is in there. Yeah, he has to be. Number 23 is Stevie Richards in the BWO. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate, I don't hate it. it either. They I were very popular, but. Yeah, I don't hate it. Number 22, Jerry Lynn. 
Wow, he didn't crack the top twenty. He had some crazy. Wow, they put super crazy over Jerry Lynn. I don't agree with that. <laughs> no. Don't get me wrong. I like Super Crazy. He had some great matches too, but Jerry Lynn was like, yeah, but no, he had championships. Like he he was like, <laughs> yeah, he had feuded with RVD. Like that was the gold standard back then. Now number twenty is an interesting one. Like all the other guys here have pictures. This one is blacked out, and it's Chris Benoit. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's terrible. The man did what he did, but we're talking on a strictly wrestling base. Yeah, everywhere that man went, he had a great run. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he didn't have a whack run. You know how some guys are. He had a kind of a whack run in that company. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. This guy had a whack run nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nowhere. He was top tier everywhere. Yeah. He had great matches in ECW, WCW, WWE, Japan, everywhere he went. So, whatever, I'll take it. Number nineteen, Rey Mysterio Jr. Okay, all right. Mm. Number eighteen, Masato Tanaka. Great, he was great. Okay. Yeah, he was really good. Number seventeen, just incredible. Number sixteen, okay. Steve Carino, King of Old School. I'm surprised he's that. High on the list. Yeah, he's another one that got big when ECW was dying. So it was like was dying. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. It's like you were one of the only last players remaining. Like you know, does it really count? Even though he was right. very talented, yeah, exactly. He was very talented. He can go. He can talk. He's he it's was he was good. Now too. Yeah, Kobe Carino's wrestling. Yeah, top yeah. fifteen. Lance Storm to start it off. Okay. Number fourteen, Eddie Guerrero. He had he had good run in ECW. Number mm-hmm. thirteen, Dean Malenko. He passed. He he, he was he's before Eddie wow. and Chris. <laughs> Over New Jack is crazy. Dean, I don't think a Dean Malenko. Dean is an Malenko. ECW guy. Wow, that's interesting. Number twelve, Yoshihiro Tajiri. He did. He was a killer in ECW. Okay. Okay. Number eleven, Mike Awesome. Right out of the top ten, Mike Awesome looking in. <clears throat> Now, yo, Mike Awesome was the champ, and nobody gave a shit because RVD was such a big deal. That's like the, the champ at the same time. That's the thing. Yep, Mike Awesome was nobody killing cared. people, destroying, nobody cared. and nobody gave a damn because RVD was, his name was getting chanted so big throughout the whole pay per view. Yeah, RVD, man, RVD, he was so popular, it's insane. He's got to be number one, bro. Whatever. Number 10, The Eliminators, Perry Saturn and John Cronus. Okay, that's a good shout. I forgot about those dudes. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's, this, is a deep, this is a real wrestler, wrestling fans list. I yeah. Mean, it's not like, you know, a bunch of random guys who barely watch it. Yep. Number 9, Terry Funk. Obviously, legendary Terry Funk. And, you know, without him, Paul Heyman says ECW wouldn't have existed. So... <clears throat> The Dudley Boys are number eight. Wow. And we're not talking about the incarnation that had dances with Dudley and Dudley Dudley and (laughs) and Big Big Dick Dick Dudley Dudley and Sign Guy. guy. Yeah, this is Bubba Ray and Devon with Joel Gertner. (laughs) Number seven is Tommy Dreamer. Obviously, the heart and soul. He's not in the top five? Not in the top five. That is interesting. That 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 is interesting to me. Number six is the Sandman, 
So I think we're on the right track in terms of Sabu and Van Damme, Taz and Raven and Douglas. So I think that is exactly what the top five is going to be. And number five is Taz. Sabu is up there, dude. Okay. I mean, shit. You got Taz at number five. Shane Douglas at number four. Okay. Oh. Rob Van Dam at number three. Whoa. It's going to be Don't tell me Sabu. Raven. Wait a minute. Wait, Wait a minute. Wait. Somebody's it's... not going to get on the... <laughs> Wait, hold on. There's two guys left. <laughs> and we're we're thinking of... We got Douglas, Sabu, and Raven. Who didn't make it? What the hell? Something's off. Did I miss some? I read all of them. I never said Sabu, right? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Number two is Raven. Okay. Okay. Number one... Is Sabu Douglas didn't make the list? Wow! 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 Put Shane Douglas on the list. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm I'm gonna just look. If Douglas Sandman was on the list. Did oh, sorry. Shane Douglas was number four. What did I miss? Sandman is not on the list. Wow. Sandman is not on the list. Yeah. That can't be. I had to have missed something. Yeah, that's silly. Taz. Oh, no, Sandman's number six. What? what? Am I bugging? I must be bugging. (laughs) I guess. Did we miss something? Did I say Sandman? Did I just skip? I think I skipped through Sandman. I think that's what I did. I skipped number six. Okay, that's probably what it was. I mean, he was a terrible wrestler, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was bad. He was pretty bad. Okay, so top five is Taz, Douglas, Van Dam, Raven, and Sabu. So they got Sabu number one. Sabu's number one. (laughs) Wow. I would swear Raven or Douglas would have been number one. Or Van Dam. Or Van Dam, yeah. I mean, I know I don't hate it because Sabu has some of the most memorable moments. That bar that barbed wire match with Terry Funk. Yeah, yeah, he was probably one of the sickest, you know. And Sabu, honestly, looking back at it, he was like their first big star, really. Like they had Funk, yeah, but Sabu was like, "Holy shit, look at that guy!" You know what I mean? Like he was that. Look at what he's doing. He's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, I came across a video of WWF, a tryout match Mm -hmm. in 1992 with Sabu, and he was doing all this crazy shit. In du- he did it in his That's WWE funny. tryout, but WWE and wasn't ready. Exciting. They weren't ready for someone like Sabu in 1992. <laughs> Can you terrible. imagine Sabu versus Bret Hart in 1992, or Sabu versus <laughs> or Sabu it versus? It would have been interesting. This madman yeah, from good. from Bombay doing these flips and all this and all this other and stuff. A just, suicidal. He's just an American from like Detroit or some shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bombay, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used to say from Bombay, Michigan. Uh, I'm like, oh my god. So speaking, staying with the subject here, uh, Raven just got inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame um, this past mm-hmm. week, and obviously nobody else would induct him except for Tommy Dreamer, who we heard right. in Raven's uh, speech that they had a 28 year feud. <laughs> Ah, it's just a- wrestling is ridiculous. 
<laughs> it just continued <laughs> from ECW all the way to his induction ceremony. <laughs> always. Now, funny, now, yeah. obviously, I mean, we've been a fan of Raven since we're little kids, you know, from his time yeah. in ECW yeah. and WCW. Yeah. And, of course, Vince McMahon didn't know what to do with him. And, and the crazy you thing know. is Raven's debut in WWF, if you look at that video, it was during a strap match between Taz and Jerry Lawler. When Raven came out, the crowd went apeshit. Like, everybody was mm-hmm. bugging the hell out. He had just had a second run in ECW, and um, he came out, and the crowd went wild, and he helped Taz win the match. And at that moment, he was a big star in the biggest company in the world. However, mm-hmm. you're not going to be a big star when you're in a sea full of rocks, Stone Cold Steve Austin's, Kurt Angle's, there's nowhere for a Raven to fit in at that moment in time. So right, they didn't right, know what to right. do with him, and he just floundered until he was just regulated to Sunday night heat matches, and then he ended up going to TNA where he rejuvenated himself and became a main event player and even became world champion at one point. Um, but for me, a wrestling Hall of Fame, Raven deserves to be in the a wrestling hall of fame, no doubt about it. Will WWE ever induct him? Maybe when he's long gone and when they're running out of people. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. that's the case with WWE. He wasn't a big star in WWE. What Vince when they no. brought Raven back in, Vince McMahon said, Why did we hire Johnny Polo back? He didn't even know him as Raven. It's terrible. You know? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> he remembered him as Johnny Polo, the manager for the Quebecers. You know what I mean? Like, That's so, horrible. but just real quick, just quick memories. Like, what what was your like your fond memories of the Raven character? I mean, I remember having to stay up late past midnight to catch ECW. Yep. On the MSG network, and yep. the show was like an hour, and it was forty five minutes of promo <laughs> and commercial <laughs> with two matches that lasted five merch. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it was. But you always wanted to either see Van Damme or Raven. Raven was just cool. He was mysterious. Yeah. He was kind of like Bray Wyatt before Bray Wyatt. Um, Yo, that that video wrestle. that WWE did of a fantasy matchup with Bray and Raven, that was dope. Yeah, and he could just wrestle, and he was good. And he just seemed to be untouchable. Like Tommy Jimmer did whatever the hell he tried to do, and he just could not could never overcome beat him. this guy. Yeah. And then he went to WCW, and WCW had him in good standing. You know, he, he feuded with Goldberg. He was the U.S. champ for a while. The flock yeah. was dope. Feuded with he DDP, Chris Benoit. He had good yeah, matches. Ra- Raven's rules. You know, he had his own match type. Um, he's a legend. I mean, he did have a WrestleMania moment. You know, he had yeah. a triple threat match. That was a good match. WrestleMania 17. It was a good hardcore match. With I mean, two of the biggest guys in the company. That so, can't be easy. Kane and the Big Show, I yeah. think. Was, yeah. Big Show was the third guy. You know, they put his head through a glass thing. Um, but, you know, he made it to WrestleMania. I mean, that's more, more that's than more a lot, than of, a lot guys. of people could say, yeah. You know, I think I think from ECW, the only big star was, I mean, I mean, and when I say ECW, I'm talking about, like, the guys who really Homegrown. had career. Not, not like Benoit or Guerrero yeah, yeah. or, you know, Jericho. I'm talking about the guys that were there. Um. He's Ray, probably the RVD one of probably the one of the guy. RVD and Raven are probably the biggest stars because even du- even even yeah, Douglas yeah, Douglas went to oh, WCW the after the yeah the Dudleys hell yeah 
Douglas went to EC went to WCW afterwards and really didn't do much. And then Vince Vince McMahon Vince McMahon didn't want to hire him, you know. So his reputation, I mean, yeah, he just talked a lot of shit. He talked a lot of shit. Speaking of Shane Douglas. <laughs> I went. I recently, I recently visited you in Florida for your birthday, and we. Yeah, we, <laughs> we I was gonna bring this up. <laughs> if you're if you're a wrestling fan and you have like an hour or something to kill, you have to watch this movie called Wrestlers vs Zombies. Yeah, <laughs> oh, especially man. now it's Worst it's Halloween time. You might as well check yeah. it out. Oh man! I mean, the, the, the highlight of that movie. Is when oh some <laughs> these zombies who were they attacking? Was it uh? It was Douglas, right? They were trying to attack Douglas. I forget who yeah, I they were, so. but Douglas got away and they ended up grabbing somebody else. And this zombie threw this person in the air and caught him with a three D, and it was the funniest <laughs> <Yeah>. crap. <laughs> Yo, zombies doing wrestling, Hurricane Rana, this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, it's it's got Kurt Angle, it's got Roddy Piper, Matt Hardy, um, Matt Hardy. His 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 wife Rebby is in there. Um, Shane Douglas, Douglas Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Oh, what a what a shit show that movie! (laughs) I don't know why I thought I don't know why I thought Van Damme was in that movie. That's probably another. He's probably he's probably on the poster. Yeah, never made it to the movie. I got you, got you, because I could have swore. Van Damme was in that movie, but he wasn't. Oh, it's so, so bad. It's so bad. It's, it's so bad. It's awesome, bad. though, because, like, you would yes, think, you just like, laugh the whole time. after a while, we'd be like, all right, let's turn this shit off. But it, it, it had its no, funny No, no, no. You can't look away. Moments. You can't look away. You can't look away. There's no way you're looking away. Shane Douglas' mouth wreck. was as filthy as it always has been. Yeah. But I think, honestly, the main character, I think, was Piper. I think Piper was the yeah, main was the he main was like guy. the hero of the movie, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They so. all died except for Piper. Yeah, they, so. <laughs> Piper survived. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Well, he oh, was yeah, he was yeah. in a in another uh, cult following uh legendary movie back in the day called They Live where uh he, That's a great movie. Yeah. That's a legit movie. With him and Keith David. That was pretty cool. That fight yeah, that they had, that was movie. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie. He'll put the sunglasses on and he'll see like aliens or some shit. The aliens (laughs) and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, so so yeah, like as he said, if you if you have you know an hour and change and you know want to watch something retarded for no reason, yeah, check it out. It's you know, it's (laughs) it's just can't it's just can't be crazy fun. Oh God. And we saw it very late at night, so forget about it. We had the giggles anyway. So uh, anything would have had us bugging out. That three day sent me off. But I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. So, oh, God. so right now they're showing the recap of uh, Bray Wyatt's return, and okay. um, I I don't know if Bray Wyatt's gonna show up on the show tonight, but uh, you know I don't know what they would save him for. You know, if I were them, I'll just use him. Does right away. he have a match? Does he have a match at Survivor Series? <sighs> That's a good question. I don't know. I'm leaning toward probably not. I think they're going to they're going to save him for like the rum- imagine he comes out on the rumble. Yo yo, there's so and when, many And when's that shit? And when's it'll, that shit? It kind of challenges Roman Reigns. It'll kind of throw off the the early prediction I had for the rumble was a returning Cody Rhodes. 
winning it. But now they ever since okay. Co- ever since Cody got hurt, so many people have returned and come back. It's like he's kind of lost in the shuffle, right? He's like it's kinda, like whoa, where does he fit? Yeah, you know I mean, like and and you could plug in and, do some shit. and Cody's so good, you could plug him in anywhere. But anywhere, like yeah, like yeah. he came out to a to a a spot where he seemed to be poised to challenge for the title. You know what I mean? So it's like but now there's but now there's too many guys. There's, there's a lot of dudes guys. now, man. It's that ro- that Royal have, Rumble, so. I think, is gonna be sick. Interesting. That Royal yeah, Rumble yeah. is gonna be unreal. You know? Because a couple of months ago, let's say pre pre Triple H, it was looking stale and there was only one I was asking you, like, who's who's the stars? And after Saturday, Tim Ballard looks like a superstar. Yeah. You can see him with the belt. Matt Riddle, you could see him with the belt. Yeah. Seth Rollins, you can always throw the belt on him. Roman Reigns is obviously the biggest star they have. You still got McIntyre. Um, you still got Lashley. You got Karrion Cross. You got Karrion Cross is coming up. <sighs> I mean, like you said, and we sh- didn't even we didn't mention Cody Rhodes the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. So you got him, and now you got you throw Bray Wyatt in there. I'm counting eight dudes, and you know Brock Lesnar can always come oh, around. Yeah, he can always come that's, around. You st- like that's you st- eight like, dudes you, that you, you could. You mentioned Braun Strowman. You mentioned, like, oh, man. Yes. That's eight or ten dudes that you could throw the belt on, and it's like, okay. And even yeah, even, sure. even someone like Kevin Owens is still lingering around there. You still got, yes. you know, yes. who knows? Yes. With this whole bloodline Sami Zayn thing. Now, Sami Zayn right now is probably one of the more popular wrestlers in the whole company. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Jay Uso really is, good is, is, is playing this thing where he's not trusting Sami Zayn. Who he's knows? Kind of a hater a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Who knows if Sami's just trying to infiltrate, you know, to get to Roman somehow? You know, not to say Sami's going to win the belt. I don't know if Sami is a world champion. No. But who's to say Sami and KO won't go after the Usos? Who's to say, you know, mm-hmm. which will leave Roman vulnerable for whoever? You know, let it be Braun or Bray or Cody or whoever. Eventually, the thing is, eventually the bloodline, like they they have to they have to start chipping away at like eventually, eventually, yeah. They, they just can't be forever. You had the NWO there for ten years or something, and that shit just got stale. Yeah. Um. Eventually, there has to be some dissension. There has to be a, a, a chipping away. And um, event- eventually, Roman has to lose. Eventually. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Ooh, you know, he's, in, he's, he's been in God mode for almost three years now. It's like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's true. Eventually, like, and I and if you have to for me if you have to draft somebody to take that belt from him and it makes the most sense, and he's you know he can do stuff outside of the ring that'll distract him enough that'll chip away at the bloodline enough. It's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and I say you can build that shit up from now to WrestleMania. And who knows um, when Triple H will bring up Steiner's kid? You know, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, for, for him yeah, to do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I can easily see Breaker in the Royal Rumble. I could. That's what I'm saying. This Royal yeah. Rumble, this Royal Rumble is going to be stacked. Like huge. Where is like, it? Where is it at? The Alamo Dome in Texas, I do believe. Oh, it's in Texas. Holy shit! Bobby Lashley's in the ring. He's supposed to be defending the U.S. title against Rollins, and Brock Lesnar just came out. What the hell is happening? Speak of the devil. <laughs> what the hell? This How long has Brock been away? He's been away since SummerSlam. Okay. So two months? 
So Brock just came out to confront Lashley? I don't get it. I don't understand. But then again, I don't give a shit. What the hell is happening? <laughs> Freaking Triple H did it again, all in one night. He's, oh man, this is this is interesting. But yeah, it, it it the thing is, it's exciting again. That's what it is. That's what it is. People are talking. It hasn't Before, been exciting in a long time. There was nothing to talk about besides Roman Reigns. Yeah. Nothing. Now we're going back and to then, like kind of attitude era ish, where you can talk about mm-hmm. the whole card from top to bottom. We haven't been Not able to do that in event. a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the tag team division was hot back then. Yeah, you know, but and even the women that there. couldn't really wrestle, but you know, they still had characters, and you know, you get to see mm-hmm. you got to see them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but right. um, and and speaking of, Sasha Banks is going to come back eventually. Yeah, eventually you know, she's gonna get a big push. Eventually Triple H is gonna chip away at Naomi and I mean, come on. Naomi's married to Jimmy Uso. You know, yeah, yeah, she'll she'll probably yeah, be there. Yeah. and how about this? Now that I just brought up Naomi, if the if the, if the judgment day goes after the bloodline, who are they gonna have mm-hmm. to fa- fend off Rhea Ripley? Naomi. No, yeah, it's true. Oh, no, Tamina, no. Oh, no, oh God, no, no, no. Well, the Rock's daughter, they could call up the Rock's daughter. That'd if, be dope. If she's ready. If she's ready. If she's ready. I mean, even, even you know, throw in that little small sign in the pop. Man. You got to figure the, Rock, the Rock's daughter got some height on her. Talk about a big girl. I mean, she is Samoan. She's not a, yeah, her dad is 6'6". Six, six. You got to think she has some size on her. I don't know how big she is. I haven't as seen her. As long as it's not Tamina and Nia Jax. Oh, fuff. <laughs> Fuff. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't do it. Listen, I'm good. all due respect to Tamina. She has a heritage, you know, Snooker's daughter. You know, he was a legend, blah, blah, blah. Tamina Snooker was never good. Let's be real. She was hell. Let's be real. And, 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 and honestly, like, I hear nothing but good things about the woman. I'm not saying she's a bad person. She's just not good. She never, has, she never has she's been. She's not good. No. No. Uh-oh. Oh, and that's okay. F five to Bobby Lashley. Oh boy, Brock Lesnar going for the United States title. This is how stacked the the company is right now. That Brock is going that's for the U- problem. Yo, that's a good problem to have. To that's say. a good problem to have. That's what I've always been been saying, man. You don't gotta throw the belt, the world title on Brock, man. He doesn't need that shit. He's a program by himself. Yep. Put him anywhere. He's gonna people are gonna want to see him wrestle. As long as it's not squash matches. And now Bobby Lashley black. is going to Suplex City. And the thing is, when when Lesnar and Lashley went at it for the belt, and I guess this is long-term storytelling, Bobby Lashley cheated Brock out of the heavyweight title when, I want to mm-hmm. say, last year at some point. I guess this is long-term storytelling, Brock coming back to get Bobby Lashley. But this is the first time I think Brock goes after a middle a middle championship. He's never. Mm. He's always had the world title. Yeah, I don't he ever. Was never like IC champ. Never. Or like tag champ. US champ. Never. That's crazy. He may have been a tag team champion. I would just have to look up to see who the hell he was tag champions with. But Lesnar, I always yeah, remember crazy. him as WWE champion on SmackDown forever in the early to mid two thousands. And then when he came back, Universal champ, World champ, Universal champ, World champ, and now he's beating up the US champ in the middle of the ring. It's interesting. 
Mm-hmm. WWE is stacked right now. And like you said, that's a good problem. Yeah, man. And look at long term. You got to be in the whole card. NXT? You got to be interested. They're bringing up, like you said, the women. You got Nikita Lyons. You got you mm-hmm. got a bunch of these chicks coming up. You know, Alba Fire, who yeah, was yeah, uh, who was Kaylee Ray before. You got the two little chicks, who Kate and Casey Catanzaro, who was a, an American Ninja Warrior a few years ago. Right, you right, know, right. She's right, tag team with the yeah, little yeah. with the little chick, uh, Kaden Carter, um, who I met in Florida, by the way, at a club. She's actually pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and um, then remember they signed Valerie Lareda, former MMA fighter. She's in yeah. NXT also. So, man, like you said, good good luck, AEW. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, and the thing is, I've said it in shows before. I am a 100% wrestling fan. I want all wrestling to be good. I do. Yep. And, I, and yep. I'm not saying yep. AEW is bad because it's not. They got, they got great matches on there. Some of the booking is a little weird, like... For the love of God, why is John Moxley the world champion again? But whatever, that's here or there. Um, I like Moxley, but you had Moxley versus Brian Danielson a couple of weeks ago, and you had an opportunity to have someone different be world champion, and you just threw it right back on Moxley. God knows why. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then you had Claudio as the ROH t- champion, and he dropped it to Jericho, which is fine. But, you know. I guess they figured if Ring of Honor is, is going to have their own show again, you might as well have a champion that people know. Because let's be real, right. I love Claudio Castagnoli, but the random fan, are they going to know who Claudio Castagnoli is? Probably not. No. No. You know? Oh, they're going to say, oh, is that that Cesaro guy from WWE? That's what they'll say. Exactly. If, exactly. They, if they even know that. Because the mm-hmm. casual fan... It's probably not going to remember everybody that was in WWE a couple years ago. They will know sure. who they will know who Chris Jericho is. This is the same yeah. way, like when AEW started, they had Hangman Page and Chris Jericho in their first title match, and we were all trying to wonder: should the young guy should they start off with a young face with the championship? And I was on the fence, and I was like, ah, put it on Jericho, you know, mm-hmm. established superstar, you know, big name. AEW's champion is Chris Jericho. Oh, wow, Chris Jericho's still doing it. Maybe we should watch this, you know, because they'll get mm-hmm. memories of WWF from 2000 or 2002 or, you know, whatever the case. But, you know, shit. WWE's doing a lot of good shit. You know, wrestling is yeah, booming. Wrestling is booming right now. You know? Wrestling is fun again. Yeah, it is. That's the key. It's fun. You know, it's definitely fun again. So... I mean, any any last thoughts before before we bounce out, or or what you got? Um, I mean, it's like the end of the almost well, WrestleMania is the end of the year for wrestling, like that's the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl, whatever. Yeah, and supposedly up and supposedly so tonight is like the season premiere of Raw, which is weird because I figure the season premiere will be after Mania, but you know they, they do crazy. right. Or, they yeah. do they still no. do silly shit sometimes. <laughs> I just you gotta you gotta start the disintegration of the bloodline a little bit. It's them to have two belts, and I think these guys have both tag titles too, right? Like they just have all the belts. Yeah. Um, it has to, somebody has to start chipping away at that shit, and I think it'll be interesting to see how they go about that. Whether it's going to be somebody like Cody Rhodes, or they're going to go the mega power route and 
not mega power, <laughs> like Hogan and fucking, I mean, like somebody who's a mega, mega guy, like yeah. Bray Wyatt, I think he makes the most sense. Um, it'll be, yeah, I think that's, that's it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. Because this Logan Paul thing is a, it's a pillar. That doesn't really matter. That, that doesn't change anything in the grand, unless they are nuts and they <laughs> put the belt on Logan Paul, which I highly uh, doubt. No, 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 no. I don't think so. <laughs> but I just think this is a this is a cash grab. So like the real storytelling will happen once this. Uh, it's the Saudi, right? The Saudi Saudi Arabia show, nothing. yeah. The Saudi show. Once that finishes, we'll know more or less what they're gonna do as far as Roman Reigns is concerned. Yeah, um, I, agree. I do love the Judgment Day. I think they're dope. I think they're obviously setting up a Survivor Series style match or Survivor Series with AJ and his Bullet Club guys. And it's good that Gallows and Anderson are out of the purgatory known as TNA. So it's good that they're back in oh, WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, they, 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 ma- they made a couple of appearances in AEW when uh, they were mixing TNA and AEW, and you know, Gallows and Anderson were okay. hanging out with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and all that stuff. And uh, okay, and they went to New Japan to continue the Bullet Club thing over there. But yeah, you know, it, and it's and it's wild because the 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 rumor came out today. That they were probably coming back, and then they just show up today. Yeah, it's, I saw it's crazy. that. I, I did see that today. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see a lot of guys whose contracts is up. That were Triple H guys, like NXT Triple H guys. Uh oh. Like a Keith Lee, like an Adam Cole. Yeah. Um, I think all those guys. We might see a couple of up, those guys show up at the Rumble as like surprise entrances. I'm going to trickle in. Don't be don't be surprised. You see a Alistair Black. He's another one. In a couple of months. He was another one because people were saying he may have been the White Rabbit and all that stuff, but obviously it was Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt. Well, Seth Rollins just came out because he was supposed to challenge Lashley for the belt, but they're playing it off like Lashley's not able to compete. But, of course, Lashley's character being a badass, he's going to want to do it, and Rollins is probably going to leave with the United States title. <laughs> Well, that's that's giving Seth a bone for all the L's he's been taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been, I mean, he's been taking the bumps, but he's yeah. but pushing that riddle. <laughs> he's been taking a lot of yeah. L's, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think you know Seth got the win over Riddle at Clash at the Castle, but before that, he took like he hasn't won a match like a pay per view match in like almost a year or some it's crazy shit. It's been like, and it doesn't even matter because he's so it don't possible, he's man. so good it does not matter. He's good, man. Yeah, remember, this is the same. Man. This is the same Seth Rollins that lost to Cody Rhodes three straight pay per views. Mm-hmm. And on the third pay per view, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes had a torn pec with a giant bruise going down his whole body, and yeah. Cody, Cody still yeah. won the match. It was like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, if that yeah. was the match to lose, it was that one. <laughs> exactly, it would have made sense. Oh man! But it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Absolutely. Well, but the uh, next show. Is what is uh? Saudi show, I think assuming? it's I think it's the Saudi show. Yeah, it's the Saudi show, and then okay. after that is the build up to Survivor Series. Then after that, is there a December pay per view? There usually is like a maybe December a December to December. Oh, talk about terrible, terrible. CW pay per views. <laughs> Off. Terrible. The, the first memory I have of that is Matt Striker's face on his ass. You remember that? 
he had his face on his trunks awful. on his ass. I was like, what the hell is awful. this? But speaking of Bobby Lashley, he God, was in, he was in that pay per view. He won the ECW yeah, title he, in that pay per view against the Big Show. Oh God. Big Show having the ECW title was the worst thing almost ever. An abomination. Yeah, it's <laughs> Paul Heyman literally said he wanted to kill himself during that run of ECW. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. If Van yeah, Damme no. didn't get caught with Sabu with weed in his car, he would have remained the champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Seth but, Rollins, yeah, Seth Rollins just dusted off the pedigree. <laughs> Yep. It should be good. I'm I'm excited to see what's going on with wrestling. Absolutely, like um, like like you said, it's it's definitely fun again for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Shout it's like H. it's like when we started the clean finish. That was around the time that Sting got brought in, and and a bunch yeah. of other dudes got yeah. brought in, and we yeah. were just we were literally watching every week at that point. Like it, every it's, week at it's, that point, it's, yeah. it's it's back to it. I think it's back to that point now. So, I agree. So before we go off, um, my boy Izzy here, being a diehard Cowboys fan, um, all, all, all I have one question for you: Is Cooper we'll Rush the, is Cooper Rush the goat? <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> he's undefeated. So if you ask me, see, that man is undefeated. He's five and zero in his career. <laughs> All I'm saying is we don't really need to rush to bring Dak back. I was about to say, because I know knowing Jerry Jones, I I, I even heard rumblings that, you know, Dak is like, I guess, seeing what Cooper Rush is doing, you know, obviously the competitor and him wants to come back. Trade him. (laughs) Trade him. (laughs) Cooper Rush makes no bad passes. He doesn't have to throw the ball a lot. He's just. It's always on the money, and yep. he just wins the game. He wins. He just finds a way to win the freaking game. Yep. Uh, hey, man. And he is a per- his name is Cooper Rush. Like, what's that? This is dope name. That sounds like a um, like a like a what do you call that? Like a Disney rock yeah, pop rock like singer. Yeah. He sounds yeah, like he belongs like, in Hannah Montana. You know what I mean? Like you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, Miley Cyrus cool, you know? and Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah, yeah. He's a boy band. He's singing. a boy band, yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, boy, we're going we're going through a similar situation in New England. You know, Mac Jones went down and then mm-hmm. we had old man Brian Hoyer in the game last week. No, then, but the, the new kid has an amazing oh, name. What is his name? His name is Zappy. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy. Yo, but if you look at his college stats, he was slinging that shit. He was a, he was a little beast, crazy. yeah. Yeah. His college stats are crazy. Who knows, man? He could probably be the new Brady. Who knows? <laughs> you guys won on Sunday, no? <laughs> Football is undefeated. Five and oh, bro. We play them. Sunday's a huge game. That's Sunday a game. Night we play That's them, so. a game, dude. Jalen Hurts is a, a monster. Jalen Hurts is a beast. <clears throat> yeah. That's a statement game for us, you know. And so, that's in and we'll that's see, in man. that's in Philly too. Yeesh. That's gonna be, in Philly. That's gonna be interesting. That's in Philly. That's in Philly. Yeah, man. So 
Well, Seth Rollins is the new Seth Rollins is the new U.S. champion. So there goes the bone. You call it. There goes the bone. So I don't know what they're gonna do after this. I know they're gonna have the DX <clears throat> DX reunion thing to end the show, but there's about another forty five minutes left. So I don't know what they're gonna do in between. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <clears throat> but I will comment on this show and the next few shows that happen after this on my next episode, which is episode 68 of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, <clears throat> so you can catch the show on every podcast platform you can think of. I'm not going to mention all of them because look it up. Um <laughs> <laughs> SNDblog.com, JohnnyPodcaster.com. Catch it, catch my show, this one, and my horror show, Nightmares on J Street. And on my next episode of that, me and my pops, we're going to get into Child's Play. And if everybody has been sleeping under a rock, you'll know that Chucky has had a resurgence with the TV show and all that stuff. So we're going to get into the original movie from 1988. And um and this weekend Halloween Ends comes out, which is the next Michael Myers film and the last Michael Myers film that will be directed by Danny McBride and his team over there at Blumhouse. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll probably get into Halloween Kills after the, the Chucky episode that we do. So, so there's a lot of shows that I'm gonna be doing coming down the pike. I'm gonna keep on doing it slowly but surely caterpillaring my way to 100 episodes of this particular podcast here <laughs> um so yeah so izzy obviously you know the deal door is always open um mm-hmm. whenever you want to jump on whenever you feel inspired don't hesitate yes, um, yes, so and and once the holidays come and go it's pretty much wrestlemania season so it's going to be non-stop like like we said earlier, banger after banger, starting with Royal Rumble. So we're probably yeah. you're probably gonna be on a bunch of shows in that era of time. I'm so, down. Yeah, yeah man. I'm down. And there's a lot of movies coming out. We could talk about movies too. Fuck it. You know, we got Black Adam coming out. I'm down. We got Wakanda yeah. Forever coming out. There's a bunch of stuff yeah, coming yeah, yeah, out yeah. that we could get into. Like we used to do before, nothing changed. So <laughs> with that being said, this was episode yeah. number sixty eight. Wanna thank Izzy for coming on again. We'll be I'll be back for episode 67. Thank you for listening. Catch you next time. Peace out. Later. Peace. One pill makes you larger and one pill makes you small. And the ones that mother gives you.